What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. I'm your boy. I'm your host, Dino Red. And I have with me, as always, my ride at eyes, Miss Dejan Monique. What's up, world? It's yeah, girl. And she's retarded. <laughs> I the, haven't did that in a while. I thought I'd bring you back. The man, the myth, <laughs> the legend, Mr. Pip Lily. Uh, we ain't got no more time. No. <laughs> time to play the, the outro <laughs> from all of our crew. Just like you. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Shiznit. Y'all ain't right. <laughs> Y'all is not right. Y'all are not right. Y'all are not right. <laughs> I've been cutting y'all's break. This is the first time my brother back. <laughs> you need to leave that dead. <laughs> I don't know why you like that. It's Whatever. You. <laughs> that's my thing. Great. No, that's not your thing. Yeah, you switch it up sometimes. No. You got to keep the hoes guessing. You know how they say, Dino. No. no. <laughs> you got to keep them awake. <laughs> <laughs> all right fine i thought that was spicy but whatever oh that's not spicy <laughs> anyway hi y'all hi it's hey. good to see y'all What's you too up? i'm i just want to say i'm jealous right now of Why? what because casper is sitting right here and he quiet as a church mouse <laughs> and minding his own business as a matter of fact i turned around forgot he was there he scared the shit out of me <laughs> just like and jack and showed his royal ass when he was here. So yeah, I'm even though Jack was feelings. hyper, I like having the I like having the dogs in the studio. Yeah, yeah. I know it's something. That, Casper definitely has been guys a good energy. Right yes, now. he does. Well, Casper's here because he's actually going through a little something. He was traumatized, yeah. and yeah, the pop up storm, the pop up storm kind of kind of got him. Oh, see, normally because Casper's an outside dog, mm-hmm. right? Even though that wasn't the the my intent when I got him. The intent was for him to be an inside and outside dog. Mm-hmm. But we didn't know my wife had allergies until long after we fell in love with Casper. Right. So by then it was like it was too late. Right. Like, right. So he just, you know, he'll just be an outside only dog. Right. So um, but when it when it rains or, you know, on different occasions, I bring him in. Mm-hmm. I bring him down here to the studio because mm-hmm. he has a crate over there. And, you know, uh, but for you guys who out there who don't know, he has a crate here in the studio in the basement of my house. So I'll bring them in when it, when it rains and like during 4th of July, basically <laughs> <laughs> during, uh, 
August, the tail end of August, June, July, he's he's almost in the basement almost every night because mm-hmm. of the fireworks mm-hmm. around here are excessive. Right. Excessive. Yeah. I think pretty much anywhere in L.A. Yeah. Well, yeah. They start early. Yeah, they do. And they go a long time. So, um, but, you know, generally it, we don't have thunderstorms here a lot. There's, there's rare, mm-hmm. you know. And like I said, generally at the first signs of rain, I'll bring them in. But mm-hmm. this, this, you know, this caught me off guard. We just went to the grocery store and... While we were in the grocery store, it started, we had this, like my nephew called it a pop-up storm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, <laughs> just a pop-up storm. Out of nowhere. And I was like, oh my God, Casper is at home freaking out. I know he's freaking out. Yeah, for those of you not in LA, this is not usual for us. This no. Right. Here. No. And it, and it came out of nowhere. Like nobody it knew did. it was going to rain. Yeah. Yeah. And my dog, he is not, you know, he's not used to, used to it. So anyway, uh, we get home and I, uh, I go, uh, I go and look for him and this dog, <laughs> what I see when I first walk into the backyard is I see the screen off my back uh, kitchen window torn down and all mangled. Okay. The screen went, the screen off the window. And I know what that's from. That's from him trying to break into the house through the window. Uh-huh. That's what he does when he gets panicked. Uh-huh. You know, he tries to break into the house. And normally the first jump or whatever, I tell him stop and I go out and I get him, I bring him in. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't there to stop him. Right. So he got extra upset. Oh. You know, I wasn't there. He couldn't break in. Right. And so he decided. Then he decided, like, oh, okay. Nobody's going to come get I'm me. A, I'm going to bust in through this crawl space and go up under the house. So the crawl space is like that right there. Uh-huh. But in the back of the house. And it doesn't lead to the basement. It leads to the, like, that part. Oh. The crawl space underneath. So he finds refuge in there. I get home. I see the mess. I'm upset. I try to get him to come out. He can tell I'm mad at him. Uh-huh, so he, he doesn't want to come. So he doesn't want to come out because he's. I'm mad at him and it's still thundering and right. So he's like right. double trouble. He's like, you're mad at me and it's scary out there. Fuck that. I'm not coming out. Right. So he was in there and he was not coming out. Wow. So I was like, okay, you just gonna have to spend the night down there. Mm-hmm. So I left him down there for the night. Came back the next day or the next morning, the Saturday morning. I tried to get him out. Now he's like, okay, you're calm. It is not scary out there. I'll come out. Mm-hmm. So he starts trying to come out. Then he discovers that he can't get out. Oh, He's stuck. So he can't get out on his own. And I want him to struggle, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times if I'm around, he, he'll give up quick and mm-hmm. just let me save him. Right. Right. With whatever, whatever it is, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nope, I'm not going to save you. You need to come out. You want to come out? And I went and I got some chicken or whatever. And I put mm-hmm. it out there and... He was really trying to get out then, and he, he couldn't get out. He was crying and stuff. And I wanted the thing was I wanted it to be difficult for him uh-huh. because I didn't want it him to, to be do a, a positive again. experience. Right. I didn't want him to go. It was already bad enough that he got in there and he felt safe. Right, exactly. That's already encouraging for him to do it again. Mm-hmm. But you know, him being in there all night and then not being able to get out. Now it's starting to get bad, right. which is what I wanted because yes. I want him to be like, okay, this is not a good thing. I don't need to be trying to do this. Right. I don't need to come down here again. Right. So after all of that, I probably, you know, couldn't get him out, <clears throat> tried to help him out. He didn't like that because, you know, they don't like when you grab their paws. Right, and right, and right, right. So that didn't work. So finally I went around here and I could see him and I was like, okay, well, if I go down to the basement, it looks like he can have make his way over to the basement. And mm-hmm. so I went down here to the studio, whatever, and... You see the wall is like five, I don't know, five, six, five, seven, mm-hmm. about five, five foot, seven inches off the ground. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of high. He was scared mm-hmm. to jump. He didn't want to jump. I'm like, you are 75 pounds. I'm not picking your big ass up and you shouldn't have got into this mess anyway. In the first place. Right. So I made him jump mm-hmm. after he, you know, paced back and forth trying to figure a way down. 
I'm like, the only way to get down is for you to jump. <laughs> Like he's like pacing, he was like walking, walking back around, and forth, like, How can like I get down there, like hmm, I see, let me this see. Is, this is where this is. I want to be uh, down route, here. Route, this is, right. That's that's my you know. He's like that's my little den right there. I want to get down there. Right. Yeah. This is where I want to be. But I don't want to jump. And so, but which is good too, because like again, I don't want him to figure out. Oh, okay. If I break in down there, I can just go around here and just just you know. And mm-hmm. then there's my den, and I'm in the house. Right. You know. So I made him jump down, and once I did, then um. I took him outside and everything, and we went to the movies. And when we came back, he was just like not himself. His oh, ears, my nerves! His ears were back. His <laughs> my tail dog wasn't nerves. wagging. He was licking his lips constantly, which is all signs of stress. Uh-huh. All those are signs of stress. I I fed him. The only thing he had to eat since Friday was a few chicken bones and whatever. And I put his food out there with some more chicken, which is one of his favorites, chicken mm-hmm. bones. He he didn't eat it. He just sat there and just looked at me. He wasn't licking on me. He wasn't trying to follow me around. He was mm-hmm. just, just standing there just like kind of dazed. I mm-hmm. was like, okay, he's like traumatized or something. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is, it'd be good to like, you know, bring him down here and hang out with us. Right. So you people who out there who have pets, I did some research and I was like, what what can you do to help your pet? You know, your, especially your dogs, when you have thunderstorms, it freaks them out, fireworks and things, whatever. I found a little one minute, like a one, one, one and a half minute little clip with a few little tips. I don't know how well they'll, they'll help. I haven't tried them yet. I will probably try some of them, but I'm going to figure something out to try to help them through, Yeah. you know, these situations. Um, Jack badass. So when, when uh, at the end of the show, I think I'll go ahead and I'll. I'll go ahead and, and play it because I don't have it queued up now, but I think I'll play it at the end of the show. So after the credits, stay tuned and you'll hear like a little one and a half minute um, video about how to help your your dogs through oh, thunderstorms. That's what's up. You so. know, I love the pets and that is the only living in the city in an urban environment. Dogs are really the only kind of animals I ever really want to see. Maybe <laughs> a colorful, colorful bird from time to time. <laughs> right. I, the rest of nature, fuck you. I don't like cats either. Mm-mm. This morning on my way here, this, mm. I was waiting at the bus stop. I saw a hawk sweep down Sunset Boulevard, pick a rat up oh. off the street. Oh. <laughs> ah. Came to the tree that was standing that was right next to the bus stop, dropped the rat to the ground, killed it. Mm-hmm. And then there was another hawk that was with it. And they were like, ah, 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 back and forth to each other. And I'm standing at the bus stop. I'm like. It was it was like the Sopranos. Like, oh my God, nigga, you need to move because we we, we, to, we doing our thing right now. <laughs> so I'm, this is a true story. Right, this is, right. I, I walked just a few blocks because I'm waiting on the bus. I'm uh-huh. not gonna, I'm not going to leave. So I walked just to the corner away from the bus stop and away from the tree where they were at. They descended on down that rat and, yeah. got, and got to town. Yeah, it was like it was like the Sopranos. It's like you don't see nothing. This is, we just got some business to take care of here. It's not pretty. You want to be Ooh. part of this? We we we, we do want you. It's like Wild Kingdom. You like it's like the Sopranos. It's like the Sopranos. It's some gangster shit. They went to got the rat. They, they was dropped ha- it. They, was they dropped at it them. from the tree. They was hawking at me like you need to move. You need to move. Some shit's about to happen <laughs> some, right some, here. It's going down. Some hawk stuff. <laughs> I'm not about that life. I'm telling you. <laughs> yes, me either. Me and Jack, we be walking. If I we hear a shake in the bushes, we out. <laughs> we've been in the block don't stop Mm-mm. so yeah so that's why Casper's here I figured it'd be you know good for him to be around some people and just yeah. to get him back to his normal self well that's he, good he's getting there but he's still not quite 100 
Jack's Jack's unfazed by anything. The thunder, <laughs> the lightning. He don't he don't care if we out in the rain and the sunshine. He's just living his life wow, all good. the way around. But your dog also has a comp- like a Napoleon complex. He does. <laughs> he really does. He he does have a problem. He I yeah. He little. He might but he need think medicine. He's the dog in the world. Right. He might need. I might need to get him some medicine or something because he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay, you guys ready to go ahead and get in these topics? Yes. All right. Let's see. News and noteworthy. The shiznit. Wow. So the, our first story takes us south of the border. Mm, arriba. Mm-hmm. Andale, andale. A couple arrested for raping and killing 10 women. Oh, my God. We're going to start like that. Like that. <laughs> Did somebody <laughs> say rape? <laughs> it's okay. We, have, we haven't done rape in a while. So. Oh, my God. Raping and murdering. Plundering and pillaging. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, you know. How many stories have we had about couples that do these heinous things yes. together. Yes. Most of them are out of out of uh, out of the country, though. You notice that? Yeah. A lot of them are like, this one's Mexico. Right. The other one was like the Russia Ukraine or, or something. something. Yeah, yeah. They, they they get down like. I mean, <laughs> maybe that's why they marriages last longer. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, if you really love me, you be doing some right. rape. You gotta you gotta like, keep this secret. The the family that rapes and murders together stays, stays together. together yeah yeah that well that's something for your family unity that's true you know the a lot of the big families they have a lot of hidden secrets that so is, now that's what you call ride or die mm-hmm. right exactly <laughs> to the end see, see though i can understand you doing something for i'm in mean, a truthful like with a relative like somebody you know your whole life right. mm-hmm. and y'all like and then you, even if you know like cause in the back of your mind it's not it's not right but you with this person that seems right you know like right. we, we together i, I, I could I actually we blood yeah i could actually kind of see you doing something nefarious mm-hmm. with somebody like that i just can't sleep. like somebody you didn't know you met fell in love with yes have sex with marry whatever and it's like you know what we should do <laughs> murder somebody hey and that, rape, let's rape probably, them first that's probably what drew them together i guess you're right oh my god i guess god. you're right birds of a feather <laughs> man rape together but you know that but yeah there are though even in this country even though we haven't had any stories lately mm-hmm. there are a lot of stories of of serial killer couples that yeah. work together yeah so um they have you know these men or whatever have these accomplices a lot of times, especially back in the old days, though, the women would get off because people, the way society was at the mm-hmm. time, they couldn't wrap their head around. Oh, a woman wouldn't do, do or something be, like right. that. Complicit. Right. He you know had her and he right, had right. her. Yeah, well, he's beating her and had her doing it, too. He, he was forcing her. her. Right. He turned her to sin. Yeah. He was she, he, he was forcing her. He turned her to sin. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. So mm-hmm. a lot of times the women get off, you mm-hmm. know. And then, and then they, you know, they turn state witness against him, and mm-hmm. that's how, you know. Then they like, get a break. Yeah, yeah. But no, this happens. This happens a lot. So anyway, this couple, they, they got kids together and everything. Yeah, they got kids. I, I don't. They didn't say anything about the kids being involved. That's what I was just. They probably I was waiting ask. for them to get a little older. Mm. You know, they're probably too young. But anyway, um, they would use like discount clothes as a ruse to get the the their their uh their primary victims or targets were these single mothers mm-hmm. right who were you know poor and struggling and they would offer them like discounts on clothes and whatever else because the rate the, the way the police found out 
they st- when they started <clears throat> investigating, <clears throat> this same phone number of all these women who were missing kept popping up. Mm. And it was the number of this couple. So that led them over there to investigate. Wow. And then they find uh, body parts all over the house. What? Some in Yeah, some in, in, in cement and some in a baby carriage. Yeah, human human parts from being dismembered like all over the place and that's how they that's how they got busted and they were they were arrested for 10 murders right but in custody the guy starts basically bragging about another 10 that they didn't even know about wow so now they're being charged you know they're looking into the other 10 to see if they can charge them for 20 to see if it's if it's true like if it because they said they're they're not even sure if it's true because the way that he he was talking about it he was just so bold and just like so proud and just like he like wanted them to know. If like, it could be 10 more, it could be 20 more, so, 40 more. So they're looking into it to find out if it's actually, you know, wow. 20. Wow. When you think about when you think about somebody that's trying to do something that's down on their luck and they will do any people. Single mothers will do anything for their children, anything. And people to prey on that. That is like a definite low point. Something plastic. That's a thing. So anyway, um, where where were we? We, we people do people we, doing anything for their kids? Yeah. Lord. Yeah. So um. Oh yeah. So the 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 ruse. They were um. Wait, no, that's not what we we're talking about. We we're mm-hmm. oh, he was bragging. He was mm-hmm. bragging about you know killing all these people and and this and that or whatever. But um. So yeah. So this is to the cops or to, to the somebody like inmates. To the cops. Yeah. To the cops. Yes, yeah. people and, are proud and, of work. Just confessed. They confessed to the ten and, and to ten more. Mm, <laughs> mm, mm. Uh, that's this really heinous because they going after these single mothers and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. So they going after poor people. Yeah. And, and I guess people they think won't nobody miss, but I'm like, what about their kids? Right. Exactly. Yeah, and I guess you know, and I don't know. Maybe they thought because Mexico is violent that they they would just blame it on the cartels or something. Sure. Or, but I don't think the cartels make a habit of running around killing single female parents. You know yeah. what I mean? They and typically you, are, you know, kill people related to the drug game. Okay. Right? So. And they, have, uh, they usually have burner phones. And <laughs> so they wouldn't call each victim from the same phone number. That's just. That's insane. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. People will do anything for their kids. That is, that's really messed up to use that as a way to lure people in. Right. Well, and then again, that just, I wonder what their motives, I guess it must just be the thrill of the kill. They killed that many people, 20 people. Yeah, least. and they, they say it was rape and kill in the title, but in the story, they don't mention anything about the rapes. Well, maybe that's some stack on oh. stuff they do. Probably do that in Mexico, too. You think you don't think they actually raped them? You think that that well, was I just, think, I think just stories get, in? I think stories do get sensationalized. I think mm-hmm. also the cops might have said, I mean, if, if they found bones, how do they know they've been raped? Well, they could have they they admitted it. Parts. They could have admitted it. I guess they could have admitted it. They could have, and then also still, I mean, generally the torso is not, you know, the torso is generally not, uh, they usually leave that intact and dismember the, the extremities, and right? and then the torso is usually intact, and that's all you need to determine if there was rape. So. Have body parts laying around. Good morning. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> well, you know, sorry, we have to bring in the, the gruesome stories sometimes, too. It was funny, I was listening to Jason and Mindy, and... Shout out Jason and Mindy. They, Jason was just kind of pondering, like, what is it about human nature that we, because he was saying how the true crime podcasts mm-hmm. are like one of the biggest genres. Like, if you want your podcast to just blow up, mm-hmm. like, you can do a true, you know, if you do a halfway decent true, con- 
true crime podcast, you'll get like a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I do listen to them sometimes, not like I listen to my, my regular Regulars, ones, yeah. but I do listen to them and I am into, um, serial killers and, and like organized crime and stuff as kind of a, I don't know if you call it, I, is it a hobby? I don't know. It's not a hobby. I just I think read about just, it. I think we're just, we're curious about our dark side as mm-hmm. human beings yeah. and it's mm-hmm. most it's a place that most of us are scared to go to mm-hmm. for, for good reasons yeah. uh so to you kind of live it out through other people yeah you know it's safe to watch that and maybe you see like oh i'm on the right place right <laughs> they not yes i ain't this crazy because <laughs> i'm with you when i was when i was back in the when i was recovering after being in the hospital i watched a lot of true crime i, I really got into like drug kings right and, mm. and, and stuff like that i was yeah. jerica thompson was that her name the one from here? Uh, oh, my God. Jimmaker? Jimmaker, that's her name, Thompson. She was okay. she was a big drug queen, like huge. Really? She was She was the tr- crack queen of L.A. Wow. And she had, like, personal dealings with Paolo, Pablo Escobar and okay. stuff like that. I mean, she was rolling. Wow, yeah. she was deep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just, I guess that I was drawn to it because they were so rich. <laughs> <laughs> and they got rich all through crime, and there was a lot of murder in and while I don't think I ever need to be rich that way, I just was fascinated by their lives. Yeah, I'm yeah. fascinated by it too. Like I said, I, my the my the favorite like when I read, I generally read like some kind of something about a serial killer or FBI profilers mm-hmm. or you know some true crime type stuff. That's yeah, what I like to read generally. For me, it's know? for me, it's like um, it's the mystery aspect of it. It's like to find out what's going to happen next. What did they do? Like the dangerous risk that they took to get to where they are or, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, what's lurking around the corner for me. That's what is intriguing about it for me. It's just like, oh, what's going to happen? What they going to do? Are they going to kill that person? Are they going to give him a pass? Or, you know what I'm saying? Are are they going to murder this person? And how are they going to get away with it? You know, for me, it's the, it's just the mystery of the story that, that really brings me in. Hmm. Yeah. You know what I can't do though? What's that? Judge shows. Oh, Fuck a judge okay. show. Oh my those god. Worse. <laughs> I used to sit in the audience on those shows. I'm sorry. Wow. Uh, yeah. Thank you. It's okay. They bring it, it down America. I'm sorry. I used to be sleep. America's IQ. Ugh. Well, we're not done with murder yet. Oh, hooray. <laughs> we need a murder drop. <laughs> we got a rape drop. We don't have a murder drop. I know. We need a murder drop. Closer to home here in uh, Santa Monica. Oh, that's Ramon that is Escobar close. arrested for bludgeoning seven California men. Is that Pablo that's... Escobar's cousin? Yeah, I'm not sure if he's related or not. <laughs> he might be related to Nas Escobar. Okay. This is another <laughs> disgusting story of somebody taking advantage of somebody that's like already got it tough enough as it is. Right. Cause all his victims are homeless and he himself was homeless. Mm-hmm. So Escobar, first of all, he's wanted in Houston mm-hmm. for two murders, the disappearance of his aunt and uncle. So they think it's foul play. They think he murdered him, murdered them and hid the body somewhere. So what? He, he's wanted in connection to that. Wasn't this the same um, case that Lana was talking about when she was here? Mm-hmm. She said that she said that when uh, that she was scared about well, she was telling me that she was scared about performing because she you know she performs on the Santa Monica Pier. Right. She said she was scared of performing because there was a a serial killer out. Is that on the air? I don't I, think she said that on she the air. She didn't say that on the air? No. no. Oh, well, she t- you guys said that in private. Yeah, well, that's, she told me that. She told me that just last week. 
this may be yeah, what she's talking about. That's because, crazy. Yeah, he, so he killed, uh, probably killed his, his aunt and uncle. Wow. And he killed three people, three homeless men here in Los Angeles. And mm-hmm. he uh, wounded another, uh, he's arrested for another attempted murder on the other four. They, they're they in various stages of, uh, one's in coma. They're all in very bad, you know, critical condition. condition. Wow. Yeah. One's in coma. And then, you know, two of the other, all of them almost died. And then three of them did die. Wow. And he was using a baseball bat and he also used um, what's called bolt cutters. What's a bolt cutter? Bolt cutters are, if you would imagine, I guess they kind of look like giant pliers. Mm-hmm. Right? Bolt cutter. Bolt I thought you cutters. said boat, like, 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 like we're going sailing on a boat. <laughs> like oh, on a boat. Bolt cutters? No. Bolts bolt. and holes. Yeah, bolt okay. cutters. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. And okay, so he was like cutting, like nipping parts off with the cutters. With no, that, no, those he are heavy. Him. He beat them with them. Wow. Yeah. He and they said the, his motive is was robbery. But I mean, like, what robbery and homeless people? Right, right. Exactly. What do they have that's worth? I mean, I think that was secondary. I think he was getting this thrill yeah, off of killing them, yeah. beating them, and then if he saw anything he wanted, he would go ahead and take, take it. Take that but, too. Yeah, but you don't murder homeless people for. Money. Goods. No. no, not in Santa Monica. Absolutely no. not. not anywhere. <laughs> Absolutely you know what I'm not. If you, you Ted Danson live in Santa Monica. Right. He lots got more stuff people. than the homeless people. Lots of rich people. <laughs> lots of lots of rich people. <laughs> he could have used them bolt cutters to open up a home if he was going right? to commit exactly. a robbery. Exactly. So yeah, I don't. I definitely don't think that the the motive was robbery. Can I just say yes. that was just a joke? Please, no one oh. murdered Ted Danson. I love Ted oh Danson. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and don't rob him either. Please. <laughs> I love him. Oh, so anyway, yeah, so and this guy, he's from uh El Salvador and was has been deported six times. Damn. Six times he's been deported. Because he's he's been in trouble and he he did a stretch in uh I believe in Houston for like five years Ooh. for breaking and entering. So he, he is just Uh-oh. trouble. Uh oh. Yeah. He's, he's making just, Trump he into a uh, he making Trump sound. Oh like, yeah, right. he is. Well, yeah, he's, he's a bad. I didn't want to say that, but yeah, he's a Hispanic male uh, between thirty and forty years old and uh, bow legged. Well, I don't know why I'm giving the description because he's already been caught. Yeah, but he's gonna <laughs> he gonna get out again and come back. Probably. That's true. If they deport him, he's gonna come back the seventh time. Well, I think they're probably gonna try him on this. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. He's he's going away now. But he's also this also is L.A. County, so he might get off. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna go do 33 and the third percent anyway at the time oh man um and still not done with murder <laughs> our third story uh a college student is arrested after using the dating app plenty of fish to fund a gunman to kill her boyfriend wait this what? was actually attempted murder what yes a 20 year old black student oh god yeah, her name was Avalon Fishback. We got to do better. Avalon Fishback. Was this a trade school? I don't Because she so. don't sound that smart. <laughs> she doesn't sound that smart. I'm like... So the way she got caught, she was just hitting up random dudes on Plenty of Fish. Right, and, I didn't and, know and that. And other, was... other social, Snapchat as well, hitting up random dudes and trying to get them to kill her boyfriend. Um, I think he was in, in uh, I forget what state he was in. I don't he I wasn't even remember. in the same state. No, she was away at school, and I, she was he was back home wherever she was from. She's retarded. And so one one guy that she contacted contacted the police, mm-hmm. and then the police they sent the the FBI and some other wow. uh, law enforcement to investigate. Mm-hmm. 
and they investigated and then they found they found the the um they looked into her account and they found the evidence of her soliciting men trying to kill her and then they also found out about the the snapchat she was offering <laughs> like one thousand dollars wow one dude volunteered to do it for like or agreed to do it for 600 what yes undercutting yeah. damn <laughs> yeah he could have got some more money off that so they arrested her and she copped to it she admitted she admitted it mm-hmm and said she would have been happy if she was able to do it and she wanted him dead because um he lied to her mother and he broke up with her and oh my gosh yeah just like petty just petty relationship stuff like not, not even she didn't even say he cheated wow she didn't even say she just cheated. had a she just had a, a rack to just throw around like that what kind of college student is she what's she doing on the side rack's not that much well especially if you're trying to kill somebody to throw, i know but, it's not that much but she just got one to throw around this, toss is, out? The, this is the thing that th- this is the thing that got me in the story where she said one guy that she was uh working with to to kill him she passed on because she found out he was already uh already had some pending charges. Oh my god. I'm like, so what you expected to find a virgin <laughs> a virgin criminal? No, like you she, wanted this a to clean be record. a dude's first time? Virgin assassin. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. It's now she first wanted time a pro. Like you just woke up one day and said, I think I'm gonna kill me a motherfucker for some, like six hundred dollars. Now she wanted would, a pro. Yeah, somebody would, who ain't never been caught. Right. Who ain't somebody who's never been hemmed up or nothing. Like, they just smooth with the murder. Get in, get out. like you'd want somebody who got some experience right. and most likely got a record. Well, <laughs> yeah, I feel more comfortable with an amateur one, actually, at this point. <laughs> oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I told you she did, we, this was clear at the very beginning. This lady is not smart. She got that money. That's how she paying for school because she paying cash because she ain't got no scholarships. Okay, hello. She's not bright. She is not bright. That is not okay. And then the way she went about it, too. I didn't know Plenty of Fish was such a resourceful place for <laughs> handymen. And, and how do you choose? Just off the picture? Well, apparently what? your record is a factor. <laughs> like, you have to have a clean record. Do you, is that on your Plenty of Fish profile? I don't think so. <laughs> just got out. Maybe Actually, she... I did see something on a, on a gay app about a dude that said he just got out. Oh, my and God. And his profile name was P-H-E-L-O. NY felony. Oh PH. my God. <laughs> wow. Oh my. Oh, y'all be going too far with this shit. <laughs> well, hey, truth in advertising, I say. Ugh. Now I know. Good luck. Well, good luck to him. Yes, he's on Grinder. He lives close to you, Dino. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I know this dude. <laughs> oh my gosh. These day naps are something else, let me tell you. Apparently, I need to get my. um Put some more features on my day nap. Like, you know, needs a handyman or could change a tire. <laughs> we'll commit murder. Exactly. Something like that. <laughs> you know what? I bet there's some dudes that respond well to that. Because there's some dudes that's just looking to be that perfect boyfriend, that perfect husband. They've been trained by their mama, their single mama. And they ready. Uh, <laughs> they want somebody that wants, wants that. A lot of some, a lot of modern women will t- don't act like they don't want that, even though they do. Yeah. <laughs> Dino and I have talked about that. Yeah. Modern, yeah. modern day women are like, I don't need no man to do that. I could do that myself. But you want it. That's true. <laughs> That's very Just true. Don't lie. That's true. I don't need no man to get my nails done, but it would be wonderful. I want one. <laughs> I want one. <laughs> but it would be just delightful if I had one. So. I don't need it, but I want it. Putting that in the universe. And my hair would be nice too. So, okay, no more murders, but we do have a, a tragedy that is resulting in multiple deaths. So much death and destruction this show. Yes. 
This what is great. What an incredible week. <laughs> <laughs> we have to cover it sometimes. It can't all be, you know, old ladies and ladies and guns. I know, and guns, huh? <laughs> My gosh. So this actually, when Pip walked into the studio last week, uh, this was breaking. Oh, yeah. All the, right, the limousine right. crashes in New York City, killing 20 people after failing to stop at an intersection. This is crazy. And we have the, uh, we have the clip here. Here we go. Accident. All 18 people inside a 2001 Ford Excursion limousine have died. They were all reportedly on their way to a birthday party. The crash happening at about 1.55 p.m. Saturday at the intersection of Route 30 and Route 30A in Schoharie, New York. The New York State Police say the limousine drove down the hill on Route 30 through the intersection into the parking lot of the Apple Barrel Country Store. The limo struck a 2015 Toyota Highlander in the lot and hit two pedestrians, killing them. The limo then crashed into an, embank an embankment. The store manager says the car was traveling probably over 60 miles per hour. The store is a popular stop this time of year for tourists looking to Apple Pick. The National Transportation Safety Board is on scene investigating what happened and the cause. 20 fatalities is just horrific. I've been on the board for, for 12 years and uh, this is one of the biggest losses of life, loss of lives that we've seen uh, in a long, long time. This is the most deadly transportation accident in this country since February of 2009. The names of the 20 victims have not yet been released as police are conducting autopsies and notifying next of kin. One witness who lives just down the road says she saw first responders breaking windows to try to get people out. I heard this loud bang. I came out. I saw um, a lot of people up here at the Apple Barrel, out in the parking lot, and then I heard screaming. Mike, passengers sitting in the back of limousines are not required to wear seatbelts. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has directed all state agencies to provide every resource available to help in this investigation. An unspeakable tragedy. They said that this was the largest uh, traffic accident. or car accident death since like 2009. February, yeah. What and was one that? Of, one a of the train? biggest ever. Yeah. What What event was that in February 2009? Do we know the train? I don't know. I, no, I it, was, it was, it uh, was, They. I mentioned an article that when I was reading we came, when I came in, like, it was some, it was a wedding party mm. uh, that was involved and there was like, like the whole wedding party died and it was almost as many people. Wow. wow. That's just insane. I, that's that what is. got me is like 20 people in a traffic accident. Right, a car accident. You never, wow. That's crazy. That's like multiple cars, two pedestrians, like that. How does that all that just like happen at the same time? Like that is some coincidence. Well, I'm 18 was in the limo. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I'm wondering if the limo, if it was, because they do, I know they have limos capable of holding that many people, mm -hmm. but I also know there's smaller ones where you can squeeze that many people sure. in. And I'm wondering which was the case. Not that it, mm. I guess it doesn't matter a lot, but. But it, it well, would it if, if it flipped and bodies was yeah. bramming into each other. Right, right. And, and yeah. might have affected the weight of the right. car. 60 right. miles per hour? Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, I, I, I was in an accident, and I was going like 20. Mm -hmm. And it fucked up my car. Oh, okay. Right. 20 miles per hour. Right. Like 60. Come on now. Yeah. Really? Whew. Yeah, I was wondering if that had something to do with the large number of fatalities if, mm -hmm. if, if because they maybe they overpacked a smaller 
limousine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but the you know, um in the report it was the limo and SUV and two and then the uh, an additional two pedestrians. Right. So I'm thinking just like even if there were fifteen people in the limo and then two pedestrians and then still three more people in the SUV, like that is just a lot that is just like a lot of people to die at one time in a coincidence accident. Mm-hmm. That is tragedy. I wonder That's what's tragedy. going on with that limo driver that he didn't stop at the intersection. Yeah. Maybe. Ugh. Wow. That's that's one of the things about those driving jobs. You never really know the condition of the driver, if they're tired. If it was the driver's fault, that limo company is in trouble. They're they already fucked. being sued. They're oh, fucked. Yeah, of course. I they're mean, they're going to lose everything. Yeah. But then again, they do have insurance, I would assume. I was going to say uh, that, too, knows, depending family, on the insurance. Family-owned business, and I, if, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that the driver was the, is the son of the owner. Mm. Mm. Wow. Okay. Well, in, in lighter news, have you guys ever heard, well, okay, have you guys ever heard of Banksy? Yes. Of course. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Of course? Okay. Oh, I, I hadn't heard of Banksy until this, so. Oh, really? Yeah. I wasn't aware of him. And for every, everything that I've learned about him after, you know, I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like Banksy. Fuck Banksy. I don't like Banksy. <laughs> oh, damn. So Banksy is this this big time artist, a street artist, mm-hmm. right? And he's very well known. No one knows what he looks like. You know, at least not in the, in the mainstream media or anything like that. Mm-hmm. No one knows who he looks. I'm sure somebody knows who he looks like. Right. But they, uh, the 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 mainstream media does not know what he looks like. And he's he's big time. You know, he started off on the street, but he's got painting selling for 1.4 million dollars at auction yeah. there's this very popular painting of a little girl with a red balloon mm-hmm. it's called the red balloon painting and that's banksy you might have seen reproductions of it or whatever somewhere because apparently it's blown up and been very commercialized and you know um, yeah so that painting sold at an auction for 1.4 million and this guy is known for doing all kinds of like crazy stunts or whatever mm-hmm. well, well his career was built on stunts it was anonymous, like graffiti, really, is how he's got started, like right. paint, painting on buildings mm-hmm. anonymously all around the world. Exactly. So, and this takes place in London, right? So, as soon as the painting sells, all of a sudden, the painting self-destructs. Mm-hmm. There was a shredder built into the frame of the picture, <laughs> and the painting is shredded right in front of right everyone, front. Right, at, right at the auction Three house. quarters of the painting shredded. Yeah, so it's ruined. It's not ruined. That's the art. That's the art. Well. That's what I keep saying. That's <laughs> okay. what I said. All right. Yeah, but the person that paid $1.4 million, I don't, I don't think they had that in mind. They, they still got <laughs> an original Banksy. I think it's worth more now, too, because we're talking about it. It is one of the most famous pieces yeah. of works of art right now. It's like That's the true. fucking Mona Lisa. Yeah, That's and short, shortly after the picture uh, sold at true. auction, he released the video of him installing the shredder into mm-hmm. into the uh the framework of the uh, of the painting. Right. I saw so, it on the grams. I think they're going to just put it in a bigger frame. <laughs> and right. it's going to be this is the famous shredded Banksy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's true. Mm-hmm. I still don't like him though. <laughs> that's like trick. That's I think that's genius. Yeah, my 1.4 it's genius. <laughs> I'm cool. still taking the painting. I, I like the idea of the part of Banksy's thing all along has been a thing of battle between commercial art and public art mm-hmm. and what is art. And that's why he started initially doing public 
art, even though it was graffiti, it was not sanctioned, you know, just painting on a building, but the buildings that he painted on, they went up in value. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, as a matter of fact, there in LA, there's a Banksy downtown and it was on the side of a building downtown. And I, I, I don't know this woman that owns the building, but my friend who owns the tour company knows this woman. Uh, anyway, she hired a parking service and, uh, they painted, they whitewashed the wall <gasps> and they painted over the Banksy. So she sued that company, actually the parking company wow. and won yeah. because they devalued her building. But she also, yeah. then she brought in professionals to take it take, off. You know, they had to take it off the whitewash layer by layer to get back down to the, <gasps> this painting underneath it. Really? Were got, able to do it? I don't know. I didn't, okay. I didn't hear the end of the story wow. about whether they were able to do it or not. But like, yeah, it's a, it's a Banksy downtown that these, that the a parking company whitewashed over because they just thought it was graffiti. Wow. Interesting. Well, I'll be so pissed off. So again, like I'm with you. I thought it was kind of cool because it's like, uh, mm -hmm. here, here it is. He's created this art. It sells for all this money. This it's capitalist, right? Yeah. It's, at his at his height, like right. like what would you pay for this artist? And then it's shredded. It's like, well, what's it worth now? Is it still worth something to you? See, I don't. I, see, this this is what I don't, I don't like. Okay, so if nobody is feeling you, then you're like, oh, this. Nobody gets me. Nobody gets me. And you know, I'm just, just this broke artist and da, da, da. Then you get successful, whatever. And then, oh, it's too commercial. It's too, it's too capitalistic. And, and people shouldn't pay as much money. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Mm -hmm. Cry me a river. I think Banksy. I don't like it. It's too fucking pretentious, too cliche. Too, it's just like something right out of a fucking movie. I don't like it. I think Banksy, it is like out of a movie. I it think, Ban yeah, I think the is. real life Banksy is like somebody that is of acclaim mm -hmm. in either the art world or some other world who has money, who is rich already, who doesn't give a fuck. Right. I, and, then, how, and it's easy to give a, not give a fuck when you have it. Exactly. Right? I know. Exactly. You know, that's why and I hate people going around, around talking about all money. You know, if you have money, talking about money isn't in it, everything and this and that. I mean, you can't, you have it. You have it. Fuck you. That's true. Fuck That you. is true. If you, if that's the case, then let me hold all of your money for a little right. while and let you be without. Right. And see how and see if you still feel the same way. Exactly. I thought that it was a, I thought it was clever because the painting is what is it like girl with balloon or girl with a balloon? Yeah. And it's a painting of the, a little girl that's letting go of a heart shaped balloon. So it, in a way, it's kind of like sadness or heartbreak or like some type of pain uh -huh. so when the so when the painting sold and then it shredded uh, i i took it as like oh he it's the pain that the little girl felt when she when she lost her heart balloon so i was like okay that's why i was like well that's deep that's that's you know going a little bit below the surface of it and i could see that the painting would be worth more now mm. you go ahead with your art appreciation thank you Whatever. <laughs> I like that. That was that, that was touching. Thank you. I I I I thought I, I thought it was so cool and just creative. Yeah. But you know you've you've it's just not been done. So I think that the painting I love the video more. of those ladies' faces that are standing next to the painting when it starts Everyone, happening. Oh, oh. <laughs> that is some panic white lady face. Everybody was confused. <laughs> what? And they immediately took it off the wall. Take this down. <laughs> Take it to the back. So another art news, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame just announced the nominees for 2019. All right. So I thought we'd talk about these. I actually vote every year. Do you? Mm-hmm. I do. 
I haven't voted this year yet. I didn't even know that it was open to the public. I thought it was just like other members of the Hall of Fame. I ain't just the public. I'm Dino Red. I'm journalism. Okay, <laughs> journalism. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it is. It's open to the public. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here we go. Um, so this class, there are. Um, so every year there are generally first time inductees or nominees and um, people who have been nominated previously that have not made it in yet because they can, I don't think there's a limit. They can just right. keep on nominating you until you or whatever. Okay, yeah. so the first time list, Def Leppard, Devo, Johnny Prine, Roxy Music, Stevie Nicks, Todd Rundgren, um, and then for a re a renomination, uh, LL Cool J, Kraftwerk, uh, they have been nominated four different times each. Okay. And the other nominees this year are Janet Jackson, MC5, Radiohead, Rage Against the Machine, Rufus featuring Shaka Khan, The Cure, and The Zombies. Is just Shaka Khan by herself in there yet? I don't think she is. Well, they at least need to start nominating just playing Shaka Khan. Cause I'm she, with you. She's, she's Hello. Uh, definitely worthy I mean, of nominations. Was... And I'm sure she's, this has been 25 years since her first uh, recording, right? Okay. Definitely. Yeah, Definitely. That's, that's Actually, cool. more than because I was in high right. school thirty years ago, and she was already a solo artist. Okay. So yeah, there you go. That's the that's the criteria. Twenty five years from your first. Uh, yeah. First. Yeah, I'm surprised. Oh, actually, okay. Chaka Khan not in it either. I'm also surprised Def Leppard is just now getting on the list. Because mm -hmm. yeah, LL Cool J four times really. Yeah, he Come hasn't won. Yeah, Beastie Boys, but no LL. Right. 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 And then. Um... Somebody just won one for writing. Um, the producer who did Bow Wow, who did TLC, who did Jermaine Dupree. Jermaine Dupree. He just got one for writing. Got one what? Uh, um, I don't. It was a. It was a very prestigious uh, writing award. He's like one of the first or second African American men to to get one. I can't remember exactly the name of it off the top of my head, but. It was a good one. It was a big one. I'm going to get back to y'all on exactly okay. what it is. But he won one, too, well, recently. Good for Jermaine Dupree. Yeah. So, um... I love Janet Jackson. I'm not sure she's worthy of the honor. Really? Yeah, well, because... You know why? Because, okay, we, we touched on it. The, the first criteria is the 25 years. The other criteria is basically if they've done something to further music or to... Or, um... What was the other criteria? Like, is something to further... Like to move the needle, mm -hmm. you know, in music mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. to further it, or also, or had an extreme influence. I guess she's had on music influence. So I guess the influence part might get her for in, sure. Maybe. I mean, she's had a lot of hits. She's had a lot of hits. Yeah. But um, um, and yeah. I could see her not getting in on her first ballot though, or her first, you know, first nomination. This is like the second, right? Is it? Yeah, she's been oh. nominated before. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm surprised she didn't win. Like I'm like Whitney Houston's not has the only thing ever been nominated. Yeah, it's weird because first of all, because it's called rock and roll, and we're talking about all these people who are not rock and roll. That's true, so but Aretha Franklin's in it. Yeah, originally I guess it was for rock and roll, but now it's the basically just music. Yeah, the Temptations are in. Right, right. There's mm -hmm. a lot, and there's rappers. There's Beastie a lot of people, Boys are yeah, in. There's a lot of people in there who are not rock and roll. And isn't uh? So I'm just not wondering not why public. don't they call it the Music Hall of Fame? Public Enemy's not in it, but N.W.A. is in it. No. I think they or, somebody or just public, got in there. Public enemy. Wu Tang. Somebody just got yeah, in there. Somebody was in there. Yeah. Recently. I'm uh I, I'm glad that they like for all the genres of popular. Yeah. Yeah. Just rock and roll. Well, just rock and roll music. is rock music, and roll is music, gen, music gen, hall of fame. generic anyway. 
Right. Because that don't really mean anything. I don't. I don't. I don't understand. Because when I think of rock and roll, I think of like rock and roll is here to stay. It <laughs> will never die. That's what I think of rock and roll. I think of like white people trying to do black people music. Yeah. But that's expanded long beyond that. It's actually really, really great. Right. No, and like a lot of these are, artists are actually rock artists that people talk about rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And Jermaine Dupree was um, inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. He's only the second black person. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. That's kind of amazing. That is yeah. kind of amazing. So, it, it probably other people that was nominated. A lot of people are probably nominated, but he was probably the only one that wrote a lot of hits. Yeah. I, I would even go way back to Fats Waller. Fats Waller back in his day, he they I mean they did a whole Broadway show of just his music and then he wrote songs that he sold to support his drug habit <laughs> to white people and they put their names on it. And wow. Big songs that everybody knows. Wow. So, like, that's amazing to me. That is amazing. Yeah, so. Hmm, interesting. I didn't even know they had different categories, like uh, songwriting and producing and and then actual. Yeah, because there are people who are in for, like, different reasons. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they're in multiple times. Like, mm-hmm. you can be in as, like, a band member. You can be in as a solo artist. You can be in, I think, like, as a, like, a you know, a writer and different things. That, yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So and there's other, there's cool. other songwriting awards too. Like ASCAP has their own awards. Mm-hmm. Actually, there's a great recording out there. If you can find it of a ASCAP award ceremony where like Stevie's on there. And, uh, every time I hear ASCAP, I just think of a hat on an <laughs> ass. <laughs> somebody's booty. Something just, to keep your booty warm. Just a, yeah. ASCAP. ASCAP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like a beanie for your booty. It does sound like that. It does. A booty or beanie. Like a bad name. You ass cap. Ass cap. <laughs> Sit down, you ass cap. Right. <laughs> Ain't nobody ask you. Right. Shut your ass up, ass cap. Okay. So now it's time for Dejan's dating do's and don'ts. <laughs> Yes, yes. What's up, world? It's your girl, Dijon Monique, and I thank you. And I know, I know it's been hard out there for you pimps, okay? (laughs) But I'm here to help y'all out. And if you guys are out there dating and living your best life, you should be because I'm definitely living your best life. And by this point, you should love your, you should know your love language. You should be out there dating on all those apps. You should be looking for all those red flags and all those other past tips that I told you guys about. And if you hadn't had a chance to listen, please go back and catch up because if you you can't start here but i'm gonna help you guys out if you are here and caught up with me okay but if you have not yet reached your promised land of relationship happiness and you're still single and wondering why you're single don't worry i'm gonna break it down for your single lonely ass because on this week's topics it may not be them it may be you Mm-hmm. Wow. Number one, are your defenses too high? Have past experiences made you bitter? Even something from your childhood can be affecting how you deal with people today. High defenses can cause you to write people off easily or to have unhealthy attractions. Okay. So be cautious of having your defenses too high. And if that's you, 
then it might be you. All right, number two, fear of intimacy. Do you feel like you're settling or your partner is liking you too much? Are they too needy or not hot enough for you? If you find yourself asking these questions, then you might have a fear of intimacy, excuse me, a fear of intimacy. Instead, are you attracted to people who tend to be unreliable and emotionally distant? Well, you have a fear of intimacy. Number three, pickiness. Now, I witness this often, and I myself have even been a little bit guilty, but having unrealistic expectations, a long list of rules and deal breakers, even a certain resume that your partner must have will have you putting reasonable against natural chemistry okay and that's always dangerous you'll come off as a game player and seem less sincere and might get stabbed if you come across somebody like me i mean um this one girl that i know you better <laughs> preach that message <laughs> okay and your final tip is lack of confidence okay low self-esteem will make you feel too fat too ugly too old or even too different if you are afraid to look like a fool then you might have a lack of confidence. Fear of competition is fear of competition is also a sign of low confidence. You can have a safe, you can be safe and single in your own comfort zone, but your ass is gonna be lonely in that mm. place. Okay, so watch out for your confidence. Make sure you keep your confidence high. All right, dating is competitive. These are just ways to avoid putting yourself out there. So get out, try new things and new people. Okay, don't blame your singleness on everything else and fail to recognize that you aren't as open as you think don't feel devastated or hurt by repeated rejections without recognizing that you are actually seeking out this pattern change it up step out of your comfort zone you may be surprised to make a high level relationship choice and meet a partner with whom you share a great deal of interest and ultimately genuine love all right, so those are all my tips for you guys today. Make sure you get out there and date and check yourself because it might not be them. It might be you. That is too good. Wow. That's that was, too good. That was dope. Thank you. I like that the part about the, the picky people. Picky, it is. Because first of all, it's a numbers game too. Uh, okay. And it's only so many people that's going to be attracted to you. Mm-hmm. And then you start breaking them down like, oh, well, they got to be this height mm-hmm. only. Exactly. They got to be this skin color only. Mm-hmm. They got to have this type of, of job. They got to have this type of fat person. <laughs> <laughs> right. They got to look like this and be like that. Then you really cutting your pool down. And then you got down to like, you just got down to a little small t- percentage. Mm-hmm. And then like, they might not be available. Exactly. And they might be trashy as right? people on the inside. Right. And then you have to decide between what looks good on paper and natural chemistry. And you never want to do that. You always want to have like a realistic chemistry with somebody and, exactly. and let it fall into place. You know, when my ex, my ex in Chicago, I like, I, I love him. Actually, I still love him. He's married now, but I mean, I love him platonically. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, but uh, like when we first met, I wasn't physically attracted to him. He's mm-hmm. not my type at all, mm-hmm. but he's funny and nice and his eyes were beautiful. Mm. And like, I just like, I just started with his eyes and then the rest of him became really beautiful to me after knowing him for like, not that long. Yeah. So, and and it happens like that all the time. I think people are very surprised by the type of people that I date because I don't date by looks even, Mm. you know what I'm saying? And I think people would assume that I do, but I don't, I don't date by looks. I date by how you treat me. 
because you could be fine and treat me like shit and then I'm still end up in jail and that's just Good, not, strong dick might be a factor <laughs> <laughs> I mean I don't be wrong <laughs> I am looking out that you take care of yourself exactly are like, your ears clean yeah yeah, you did you put a comb to your head today? Thank you. Uh, you got on clean clothes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's I don't think that's that's bougie. No, that's not bougie. That's <laughs> just I'm reading into your lifestyle. If your teeth is yellow, I'm sorry. Okay. I don't care how nice you are. Mm-mm. I ain't attracted. If you got a wash rag in your car, this is not gonna work. <laughs> this is not gonna work. Okay. Great episode. Dijon, uh, our great segment. Thank you. Here we go with uh, this week's question of the week. Okay. Um, this week's question of the week is name something the hype from other people has totally ruined for you or made you not even want to check it out. First up, we have our boy, Chad Samuel Jr. And he says, when people say a food spot is off the chain and you go there and see the food that you would not even feed your dog. Uh, yeah, he's like, I don't like that. <laughs> uh, first of all, what happened to this that I seen on a picture? Where is this at? I hate that. Right. Okay. Jonathan Jennings cousin JJ he said the Kardashians used to be a bunch of mostly fine Armenian women (laughs) plastered all over the TV I can't stand to read or hear their name anywhere or on anything anymore every time I look up uh, some Kardashian or Jenner is breaking the internet for chewing gum or something right or like having milk in their cereal or being married to Kanye right I hear you JJ yeah so Jason from the Jason and Minnie show says all of the Harry Potter movies and <laughs> and this spot in Pismo that serves clam chowder always has a line around the corner. Fuck that place. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> fuck that place. The fuck I'm, is the line? I'm surprised he said that though because I was um I remember one episode on of the Jason and Minnie podcast where they were talking about this restaurant that they want to try where it's so you know, uh, what's the word? Exclusive, whatever that Mm. you can't, they don't take reservations by phone. You have to email them a request Mm -hmm. and then they get back to you when they can accommodate you. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I was like, fuck that place. Hell yeah. Fuck that place. And they were like, why? Because I was in the chat and they were like, why Dino say fuck that place? I'm like, dude, Fuck that place. Right. Like, I'm not jumping through all them hoops to go and patronize, you know, and and give you my money. money. Right. I got to kiss your ass to pay you to fix food for that. Fuck that. That bullshit food. You no, and rather, that chicken. I'd rather that than wait in line. What'd you say? I'd rather that than wait in line. How much longer take you to send an email? Shit, goddamn it. That's like making a dentist appointment. But it's not like they're going to get back to you at the date that you whatever. No, they get back to you when they get back to you. Right. And they tell you you can come when they tell you you can come. Not when you would like to come. Like you, what? Like you doing them a favor. Right. I want to eat this now. Y'all can't accommodate me now. Well, or at least you. like, can I get a, you know, like, okay, me and my friends on this date would like to do this or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but they already told you the answer is fucking no. So okay. fuck, fuck them. them. Right. <laughs> All right. Thank you. We, yeah. We feel it. Fuck yeah, that fuck place. It's like, it's not the only place to eat. Hell no. I'll get clam chowder or whatever the fuck they sell somewhere else. So yeah. So I was just surprised that Jason was okay with that. But he's like, you know, fuck this place because they got a line around the corner. 
So yeah. to me, I don't know. Anyway, and Sean says um, LeBron James and, and that he's going to be and then that and oh, okay, LeBron James and that's going to be hard as a Laker fan. Really, his stats and, are typed. They're real. Come on, <laughs> they're, <now>. they're typed. <laughs> they're not hyped. <laughs> I no, love stat, that. No, no. Well, I, love I, I that. get what he's saying. He's talking about the fact that Le, Le LeBron is a Laker, and right? Come coming to the Lakers. That hype. That hype. Yeah, that but hype. It's, a, it's a reason for the hype, it's, right? Yeah, it's I, the type, well, not the hype. I agree with you <laughs> that he gets a boo, but I also understand what he's talking about because you know other people said that too, and I do, I do, you know, I follow basketball, and so I know about the hype and all that stuff. Personally, I don't feel like it's been an excessive amount of hype. I don't feel like it has been either. I don't and feel I, like and it's we, been and, and living here, you would think it would be all up in our face. Right. right. Where's the billboards? But I I've could, seen billboards. But I'm, oh, I'm willing to but say that I might be biased because I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm okay with him coming here. I'm happy about it. A lot of people aren't happy about him coming here, especially a lot of Kobe fans. Mm -hmm. So, um, they need to get over themselves. Don't they want to win? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. That's why I'm indifferent. <laughs> especially it came out that, that Kobe was the one who, you know, pushed for LeBron to come here. Yeah, anyway, I mean, so. like, we want to win. We we want to win. If we come some, out here... And... Some diehards, they feel like it's, like, blasphemy or kind of like you're oh. turning your back on Kobe to... To, to now root for LeBron. Exactly, exactly. Now, if he come it's out crazy. here and he start losing games, and then uh, I'm going to be like, oh, what the fuck, man? As far as I'm concerned, that's Magic Johnson's team. Uh, hello. So, and then, okay, we got another boo coming up. <laughs> I, I don't even know if I can fix my mouth to say this one. This one is, is worse than the LeBron James one. Uh-oh. This is Momo. Uh-oh. Momo oh. is my man. Momo, I know. Momo I'm rides surprised. hard for the show. I love Momo, but sometimes he be giving some answers that be fucking with me. I wasn't this expecting you to say Momo. Oh my God, Momo talking about <sighs> Game of Thrones. Oh, yes. Ooh, Momo. Momo. Soft spot. <sighs> no, but I get it though. It, there, there is a lot of hype about it, Definitely. and I, I get it. I get that it can turn you off, whatever. Even though I'm a big fan of it, I'm just playing. Even if it's uh, true, don't say it out loud. You know, <laughs> it still hurts. Well, watch who you say it, it to. Right, just reading it, reading words out loud I'm hurts just, worse. Yeah, but I get it. I do get it. It, it is. You just told Dino his bride was ugly, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> like that's your wife. What? Erica Laurie Jones hey. says Michael Kors. Black folks ran over that brand and killed it. Jesus. Lord. Wow, she came with the original one. Dang, I okay. got a Michael Kors watch, Erica. <laughs> I think, what, you, you agree with that? Or he you, makes some good I shirts. Really know. I don't really know nothing about like... You know. uh, I don't know. I, I just got a Michael Kors watch. That's why I'm like, is it played out? I'm glad she told me. <laughs> because... But remember, she's in another part of the country, so... That's probably what it is, Maybe too, where, where she at. is, it uh, might be maybe. played out than here. Maybe that's true. Because I'm not like... I know of Michael Kors, but I don't really know of everybody having one. That's well, what I was like. I didn't know it was a hype thing. Like, I, like remember when like all black people went like Carl Kanai, right? <laughs> like, exactly, and stuff like that. Like exactly. that was a, definitely a trend. Yeah, thing. like I don't hear. I haven't heard no Michael Kors trend. I think when yeah. Michael I just Kors, know his brand. Yeah, right. it might. Like I said, it might be a regional thing. You know, I think when Michael Kors first came out, people were like popping or hopped on it for like it was like a brief thing. 
It was real brief. I just it's just another brand to me. I see. I, That's I, how I, I felt about it. Yeah, Michael Kors did like a run at Ross at one point in time. <laughs> I think that year and everybody I think that's was how I got his shirts. Yeah, exactly. Ross or Marshalls. Or I think that year everybody had jumped on it, and then after that, they, no, after that it was rap. So shout out to Erica and the Got What You Need Network and the Ian Friends podcast. Uh, Carmen Miller from the. Um, the Carmen Miller from the uh, <laughs> it's not the name of their podcast. Is it Full Circle? Full Circle Podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Oh, Carmen Miller from the Full Circle Podcast. Shout out. She said The Walking Dead. This is another one that hurts uh, my heart. Now that just stabbed me in the stomach. But I also get it. I also get it. And I also will admit that because even though I'm a big fan of The Walking Dead, I will admit that it's definitely had its ups and downs. You know, mm-hmm. the show, yes. it, at times, it sucks ass. <laughs> yes, it got you know, very slow. Just, yeah. Speaking of which, um, Didi, are you all up to Yes, I am. Okay. I binged especially because so I knew we were going to talk about it. You guys, it. we're about to talk a little bit about this last, uh, the, 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 the latest uh, Walking Dead and the end of the fear. So did, you didn't watch, you haven't been watching the fear of the Walking Dead, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? Okay, yeah. so you saw the finale? Refresh me. The one it's all running together. The okay, the okay, the last fear was the one with uh um um uh Morgan and them getting uh they were they were they were trapped in this building and then they got free. And Morgan left with the cowboy or he left the cowboy or something like that? No, 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 you back. I don't think you saw the last one. Okay. Okay, that's a little mm, bit ways Whatever. On. Okay, so <laughs> back to the back to the 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 premiere uh-huh. of the ninth season. Uh-huh. What did you think of the premiere? of The Walking Dead this season. Well, the big thing that stood out to me was the the new intro that they did mm-hmm. with uh with the color. So, I'm just like this is going to be good. You know, th- that right. show to me cuz I I read into all that stuff. So, I watched that part over like four times just the little introduction and I got to see I'm like, okay, it looks like it's going to be some life. Maybe some things will be coming to life. I saw like a noose I saw like somebody who looked alive from the back, but then when you turned them around to the front, they were dead. So these are just things that's like alluding to the episode, right? This is still in the beginning. So I'm like, okay, watch that over a few times. I'm like, what the fuck is going on this season? And get to the end of, or get to the middle. They go to the, uh, they go to the, they go to Washington and they go to the museum and they get, the you know they get all the artifacts out and while michonne is there she's looking at all the black history stuff and i'm like oh that's touching you know she's connecting a little bit fast forward to the end and maggie hanks maggie hung the the old the old governor whoever he was i was like oh is this what we're doing this season we're hanging people (laughs) daryl you a part of this everybody everybody's on everybody's on board with this we hanging people how did they? I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. I'm on the fence about the the hangings. Okay. Well, first, what I thought about the episode was I thought it was the best episode that they've had in a long time. Oh, I thought it was great. I think the time jump was great. Uh huh. And the way they handled it, and the progress we got to see, and how because basically, even though in the show time it hasn't been nine years, mm-hmm. but in our time it's been nine years. Yeah. And for real lifetime we've been seeing the same shit pretty much every season right you know with like very little progress they made. P- pretty much pick up where they left off right and no no progress being made towards building the new world and we're finally now starting to see signs of a real civilization mm-hmm. communities with you know um the uh, book of life with um yeah with uh what do you call it uh uh 
old technology, mm-hmm. and, you know, farming and just just different things, windmills. And, right, and right, so right, right. What I, what I also like about it is that there's a mix of of old yes. stuff and new stuff. Because yes. one minute you see a windmill powering something, which they did in the old times, but then you see solar, solar panels. panels, you know, which is something. And it's all, you know, things that are very practical and things that can be done. And I thought that was awesome. I love yeah. all of that. Yeah. Um, and along with, along with the civilization and all that are now the punishments of, of crime and stuff. And, and, uh, that, that dude, whatever his name is, the the old mayor, he should have been gone. Oh, definitely. He should have been gone. Oh, definitely. And you know, he was attempted murder. Uh, yeah, I, I was okay with that. And not to mention that he's responsible for a lot, a lot of other lives that have been lost. You can't be trusted. No. So he was jumping back and forth, playing the plan, you know, good fence, bad fence with Negan. Remember, he was going back and forth, you know, trying to trying to make himself look good. He's He's definitely a snake. snake. He's a snake. He should have been in the jail cell with Negan. Yeah, he he definitely should have been locked away or banished. Right. And the fact that they let him come back this season and walk around only to try and infiltrate again and have Maggie murdered. Right. That was that was just that was very hardcore. I was that, that was, was hardcore. I was surprised. I yeah, was not expecting that. But to hear Maggie plot against Rick and Michonne, this is gonna be a season for that ass. Wait, what? What? Huh? Yeah, you didn't hear? Okay, I I want to say maybe it was I don't remember the timing into the episode, but uh, Maggie called a meeting in her office. And she was holding a meeting with somebody and she was saying that she did not like how Rick did not kill Negan. And she said it was just a lot of unfinished business and that, you know, Rick was just not handling things well. She never said that they were going to what they were going to do. But she also she said and Michonne, too. So they never said what they were going to do to Rick and Michonne. But they said that they were going to start doing something. You know, they were going to start making a plan and then daryl but you didn't they never showed daryl you never saw him but then he stepped out of the shadows and he was like yeah i'm with it too yeah he would so it was so now it's like a plot so then remember daryl then i missed that yeah it it happened remember and then after that um daryl went to rick and told rick he wanted to go back to hilltop with maggie now okay i remember that part Mm -hmm. but i didn't so it happened before that wow i'm gonna gonna go back and watch that thanks for telling me about Uh that yeah wow i can't believe i missed that part yeah so i'm like oh my god what's really about to happen now well i had a feeling that they were they, they were hinting at some friction between Maggie and Rick. Yeah. And that might have to do, and they're both leaving. Mm-hmm. And that might oh. be how they get, that they both leave. They might end right, up killing right, each other right. or something. Uh-huh. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I, I'm pretty sure that's going to play a part in it. Oh, you are right. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> and the last, last but not least, we have David, Mo- David Modell, shout out to, uh, the difference between this podcast, who also says LeBron James playing for LA as his uh thing that he's uh tired of all the hype about okay okay so now we'll take it into the studio mr pip oh my god I, you said you had a lot of examples or a lot of things i zoned out for a moment as i was talking about the i know walking dead. Walking dead. <laughs> i don't know what the fuck you're talking Tangent. about i know that's why i try not to talk about it too much because so i'm just I, like i was just putting whitney houston songs now with that <laughs> order in my head <laughs> Uh, any, I- anything, any restaurant that has a line, 
fuck it, I don't want to go. Ugh. I don't want. I'm I with don't you. Care. I don't care enough. <laughs> it, I can cook myself. That part. I don't, and I'm sure it must be taste like heaven. But I, I'm the hype of it has it's turned me good. off. I don't want to wait wait in line for no restaurant. Period. None. Zero of them. It's not that. It's not that good because their customer service is shitty. Because the line shouldn't be that long in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> and then with like, I'm, and I'm gonna. I'm usually the same way with movies. Like if it's if it's a really hype movie. You have to convince me mm. by word of mouth mm-hmm. that it's worth going to. I was the last person on earth to see Avatar. Well, oh, yeah. And I was so fucking disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All that goddamn no. hype. And that's, I'm like, that's what it was? Oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that, too. My newest movie like that is Star is Born. I love them. They're all the other Star is Born. This one, I bet it's really good, but it's so hyped. I don't want to see it. The whole story that we did about it where the little monsters went after the other movie, that turned me off. I was like, oh, that's whack. <laughs> okay, Didi, what, what, what is something that the hype has turned you off? I, I hate to say this, Uh-oh. but I got to go with... Uh-oh. I know I got to go with uh, with Momo. Not not with Momo, but something similar like Momo's, but Power. Oh, power. Okay. The hype is just... Somebody else said power, too. It's just so much hype around it. I'm like, all right, I want to watch it. I want to watch it. But then it's just so hyped up. And then, and then it's all on my Instagram page and the quotes and the this and the that. And I'm like, mm. all right, I want to get into it. But y'all just kind of like taking away from my experience. So, whatever. But. Yeah. And it's bad when... It's really bad when it, there's a, a lot of hype and then it's not really justified. Like, the show is... It's it's not that good. It's, right. It's not bad, but it's not that good. Not like me. Empire. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened to Empire. No, Empire was always mediocre. Empire, yeah. But yeah. people are like, oh, must see. Yeah. I'm like, really? This? No, it's it's entertaining. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's not it's 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 very bad writing. I love Taraji. There's there's so much stuff that he gets wrong. If you like, want to talk yeah, about like yeah. I watch it for Taraji, sure. Right. Yeah, her character is good, but she's her character. I is have good. to admit though, I, it's a lot more fun for me. With her and Lucius on the same team, mm-hmm. instead of fighting against each other, yeah, and doing all kind of crazy stuff, that shit just never made sense to me. Yeah, like him being the villain against his own family, like yeah. that stuff was ridiculous from the I'm very so beginning. It makes sense it. when she got when she got out of prison. It's like why he not? She did all that time for him. Why he gonna be fighting her? Right, and then it's like, but he's only half fight. It just it just never really made sense. Empire and it wasn't like an all in thing because it was like one minute he's making her the head of this, but then the next minute he's. You know, trying to sabotage her. Yeah, yeah. it's like, what's what's going on? Right. But when he lost his memory, I was out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm out. Now that they're all now the lions are basically on the same team and against the world. It's I like it. It's much much more fun to me, and it's more believable and makes more sense. You know, like okay, they still have their little you know family problems, Mm -hmm. whatever like families do, but they're not actively trying to destroy each other Mm -hmm. and take each other down and all that kind of crazy. I haven't watched it since Chris Rock was some sort of super villain. Oh my (laughs) god, yes, when Chris Rock was on there, that was good. Mm. That's crazy. Wasn't uh, Empire supposed to be based on like a real, like a real family? No, no, think so. Okay, so uh, okay, so mine are. I have a couple. Mine is okay. The uh, the Dr. Dre. Jimmy Iovine documentary on HBO. Okay. Mm. They fucked that up for me <laughs> because people was like, I'm like, fuck, it's a documentary. Like, well, they was acting like this shit was just ground. going to change it. The second coming. Like, and I'm watching it and I'm like, not only is it nothing special, <laughs> 
it's not even good for what it is. As far as oh, I'm, man. It, was a it, was a, it was a commercial for the two of them. Yeah, and it was a lot of boring, and it was a lot of people in there that, like, fucking, was it Debbie Harry or somebody? Like, why is Debbie Harry on screen so long? When we're talking about Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine, it's supposed to be about beats and this. Like, what? Yeah. I was just like, I didn't, I was like, what is wrong with you guys? And then I'll go and watch G-Funk, which nobody said nothing about. Mm. And that shit was dope. Mm. Wow. G-Funk was dope. Was it a documentary? Yes. Oh. What do you mean? We talked about it on the show. You don't want, as a matter of fact, I think you brought it up. <laughs> the Warren G. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was It was very, Warren G um, produced it. It was so well done. So well done. And it was a lot of, uh, it was weird that that he did it because there was so much Dre and Snoop mm. that it almost didn't even feel like a G-Funk. I mean, I understand. I get that they are a part of G-Funk. Mm-hmm. And you can't really talk about G-Funk without talking about Dre them, and Snoop, Dre right? and Snoop. But, you know, it, there was a difference between Death Row and the G-Funk. You know, it wasn't the, right, exactly right. the same. Right, exactly. But, um yeah, and you know he covered the you know the how I was talking about how he got left out and different things and all, and he just he covered all that stuff and he had like little some little reenactments reenactments from when they were like back in the day when they were kids and stuff. It was really good. Mm. It was very well done, very entertaining, and it was great. And I didn't hear anything about it. it was so much better than that Interview. damn thing that right. everybody was talking about with wow. Doctor Dre and you Jimmy know, Iovine. And, you know, that was like whack. It was, but it was a lot of Dre, a lot of Dre and Snoop, a lot of Dre and Snoop. So anyway, um, that that is that, and then let's see. Um, Next week? No, uh, yeah. Oh, you, no, you have more uh, hype. Yeah, I do have another hype. Uh, I hate when people like not just the, the crowds. They don't. That doesn't bother me so much. You know, restaurants mm-hmm. that have the crowd. I mean, I get it. I mean, I don't like that, but that doesn't really bother me. What bothers me is everybody talking about how good the food is. Mm. And then you go there and the food is shit. Yeah. Like that's always whack. Doolins. Oh, you call it out. Yes, he I'm did. calling it out. I said it on the show before, though, like when it first happened, like a year ago. When, I, I remember you talking about it. But, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm still mad about that. But I know what you mean. I, I feel that way about pinks. Okay. I do, too. It's terrible. I do, too. Lines for I days. Don't get it. The hot dog was my hot dog was not cooked all the way through, and I was like, <laughs> as long as I was standing in this motherfucking line. No, I had a, this one employee. He told me, he said, now he said, if you talking about the hot, which is what they're known for, a Pink's employee. You talking the, about? No, no, no. He used to be my employee. Oh, okay. He was telling me because I was telling him about the Pink's thing. I was telling him I didn't get it, and he's like, well, it's not the hot dogs, even though that's what the part that everybody hypes up. It's he's the experience. Like, no, 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 no. He oh, said, there's sure. other stuff on the menu. Like their burgers or whatever. He's like, you got to know. He's like, is there certain things you got to know what to get? And that's he's like, one day, let me make a pink run. I'll, you know, let me order for you. And I bet you'll like it. And he came back with some kind of hamburger or something. I forget. It wasn't a regular. It might have had a hot dog on it or a hot link. I, know, I think it was a hamburger with a hot link on it or something. That sounds good. It was good. Okay. It was very good. And so I was like, okay, I'll give it to you then. It, it's, it's, they do have some good stuff. Okay. But everybody hypes up the hot dogs, and the hot dogs ain't about shit. No. <laughs> Just because you name it after Martha Stewart don't mean it's going to be good. Right. Oh. So, yeah, their hot dogs are not. They are so overrated. Yeah, it's this place down the street from my house. People ask me all the time. Squirrel? Squirrel! How's the food there? 
I have I will never be able to tell you because I'm not going to stand in in a line <laughs> that long. It's so but funny because that's the one place that I thought about, and it's only because I would go with you because it's in our hood. It's right down the street. And, when, and then my neighbor be... pointed out that he said, you really want to eat at a restaurant called Squirrel? <laughs> my, <laughs> I was like, my, huh. My ex-wife used to do something that baffled me. Her thing was she was like, let's ask the people who are there or the people who are in line. I'm like, I, I'm like, ask them what? How the food is. I'm like, they're in line for it. Yeah. yeah. They clearly want two it. choices. They, for it. they either don't know because they've mm-hmm. never been or they like love it. it. Right. Because they back. <laughs> so why would you ask them? Like, that does not make sense. You already know what the answer is. Wow. There but was a... she just thought that was like the best idea in the world. I was like, that's so fucking stupid. No. <laughs> there was a place in Chicago <laughs> that I used to go to a hot dog joint, as a matter of fact. It's, it's, he closed it now. It's called Hot, hot Dugs. And Hot <laughs> Dugs, I used to wait in line for. But okay. Hot Dogs has specialty hot dogs that you can't get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Now that sounds... Some that they made, and it was like some of them were game, like might mm. be rabbit or rattlesnake yeah. or caribou. And then he also, but he also had like other hot dogs that they made in-house that were bomb. Mm. And then on Friday, they had the duck fat fries, mm. fries that were cooked in duck fat. Yeah. So you just can't get those just anywhere. anywhere. Right. So... I would wait in line for that shit. Yeah, I'm things, things that are worth it, and if the line is reasonable, you know, then I don't have a, I don't have that big of a problem, you know, standing in line. It's if you stand in line and the food is shit. Yeah, you how know, long that, that makes it, or just mediocre or something. That that's if the line is long but it's moving, mm-hmm. then okay, then let's then let's do it. But if the line is long, and it's not sitting, moving, and yeah. then my food is mediocre, right. throw the whole burn the building down. Or like right. the Chick Fil A that's there, that's downtown at Seventh and Fig. They always have lines, but they have people go in the lines, take your order while yeah. you're waiting in line, ah, so it makes it that it much moves. faster. It moves. Oh, yeah. that's nice. So you, it's a line, but it's only because of the space. Well, you know, Chick-fil-A, they above and beyond. I know. Oh, yeah, they do. Chase after you for your barbecue sauce type okay. shit. Okay. So our question for next week <laughs> is, what's a show that you watch that isn't super popular, but you feel that people sleep on and should check out? Oh, my God. <laughs> I think she's got something. Okay. I think she does. By George, I think she does. Can I just say one thing? Hmm. Can I? I'll wait. I'll hold on to it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's some interesting shows out there. So yeah, I'm, gonna say. I'm glad sure. you're passionate about it. For sure. For sure. Really? Though. I got some gems. Okay. Okay. Cool. This is a good one. I like this question. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it, guys. Aww. That's it. So soon? Mm-hmm. So soon. So soon. So, so soon. Can I just stay for a little while longer? Sure. All right. Cool. It's crazy out there. You might get grabbed by a hawk. First of all, I only have one windshield wiper. So if it's raining, I really do got to stay. No, it's, no, not it's not going to rain. It's not going to rain. It's okay. not gonna rain for the rest. Because I, I asked Alexa, I'm like, you sure? Okay, <laughs> bitch. Don't be lying, Alexa. But it is overcast. And actually, this has been tough for me because it's so dreary. This is why I left Chicago. Yeah. It's not the cold that kills you. It's not even the, the snow that kills you. It's the no sun. The gloom. Yeah. Just this couple of days, it's already been hard on you? Yeah, I, really? it really affects me. Wow. Me too. It really, me too. Me. really? Yeah. Not me. Not me. If it actually was raining, I could deal with that. But it's not I, I feel like it's a release. It's like, it's, like, it's like being in traffic. Even though it's moving slowly, at least it's moving. Mm-hmm. That's what it's like. It's like, well, at least it's doing something. It's just gray. My mom, she loves this weather. She loves the you rain. Do, so and I am it. completely opposite. I wake up and the sun's not out. I'm like, oh, covers back over my head. Like, call me when the sun is out. 
I need yeah, it. I, I don't expect know. that sun to wake me up and yeah. get me moving. That's one thing I hate about being in L.A. Is that how people bitch about the rain or just how <laughs> it's such an event. Like when we were out, like I said, we were out shopping Friday night and it, my, my girls all the way home. That's all they were talking about was the rain. Ugh, and then I get home bitch. and then this dude right here is all freaked out because uh. of the thunderstorm or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, y'all, it's just a little rain. I know it's water from I the sky, not. but for us, oh it's my just God. a little rain. Like, uh. good Lord. Like the sky is not falling, chicken oh little. Oh my God. Get over the rain. it already. The rain, the rain, the rain. My I'll umbrella it's so big. It is so big. She got one of those beach umbrellas. Yes, it is so big. <laughs> like a whole family can fit under. And she friend... only walking from her car to inside. <laughs> right, right. Like, for real. Like, for real. Like, I'm like... And Jack don't want to stay underneath the umbrella. I'm like, Jack, stay close. And he like, bitch, don't care about the rain. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not the one. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to wear. How to act, how to feel. The rain I'll take. The gray go away. Yeah, take it all. It after a while it, but it's. I mean, it takes a minute before I'm like, okay, I'm ready for this. You know, no, nah, I need it. It needs to be like a couple weeks or something before I'm like. <laughs> well, don't forget, I also I work every single day. I need some motivation to get up in the morning. Sunshine is a is a big help. It's a good motivation. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, it was just people wired differently. So, but yeah. All right, everybody. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Shiznit Show. Yay! Please do not forget to share the show because that is how we grow, right? Yeah. Like, share the show, guys. It's, it's not a lot of you guys sharing, so please share the show. Share on, on your social media, on your Facebook, your Instagram, your Twitter. Retweet us. Tweet us out. Um, communicate with us. Yeah, leave us your feedback. If you yeah. got something that you want to say or an opinion uh, that you want to leave, give it to us. Yeah, do that. Do that. You know, leave a voicemail, whatever, all of that. Well, you can do it. Any of that for sure. Okay. So um, that's about it. I think the last thing I want to say before we check out, I want to give us a special shout out and thank you to my brother, uh, Jeff is Moody from the Mr. Moody show. He, he uh, gave me a special shout out on his, on his last show. Well, not, maybe it's not his last show, but the show before last, but he gave me a shout out or us a shout out. And talked about how good our show is and everything. So I want to return the favor and say thank you. And also say I, I had a conversation with him the other day. I was asking his advice. And also um, uh, while well, I was asking his, his advice about just some things about how to improve on the show. Like with me personally, not the show itself, but like me and, and just, you know. And uh, he was very encouraging as always. And I appreciate, you know, his his all his feedback. And all all my all of my podcast, you know, buddies out there are are great. Jason and Be Honest, Latone, all yeah. those guys. Um, I appreciate all of those guys. Yeah, shout out to you guys. Thank you guys. And uh, so for um, Dejan Monique, just the girl in my world. For uh, Pip Lily, Google me, bitch. This is Dino Red saying, "Holla at your boy." From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been... You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. When lightning strikes... 
and the thunder rolls. Many pets want to head for the hills. While cats tend to hunker down, dogs can have a stronger reaction. Pets really have a good uh, internal barometer, so a lot of times you'll start to see behavior changes before you see the clouds come into the sky. Behaviors like chewing, shaking, and pacing endlessly around the house. The worst thing you can do when you have a dog with anxiety is let them run around because the pacing seems to just build and build and build and make it worse. Dogs all have, to varying degrees, denning instinct, which means they want to get in somewhere cozy and tight that's dark, that they feel comfortable and protected. Places like a crate or a windowless room and plenty of treats. I always like to use a utility room and that's a good time to do a load of laundry because the vibration of the washer and dryer masks a lot of the thunder rumbling and so it really helps desensitize the dog to it. Another option is something called a thunder shirt, which is wrapped tightly around the dog's body. Something that's tight and squeezes their abdomen a little bit seems to really have a, a profound effect on many, many dogs that have anxiety problems. I've seen some dramatic results in a lot of dogs that have mild to severe anxiety about storms. All pets are different, so try a variety of things to find out what works best. Anxiety is often a learned behavior and can be changed. Dogs have their opinions about storms and rains based on early things that happened to them, whether it was positive or negative. And so it's very easy, really, to condition dogs to that if you just take some simple steps. I'm meteorologist Maria LaRosa for the Weather Channel.